what is good world it's your boy calvin leroy king the third and as always i have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side miss reesey pc the one and only hey y'all and we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of this that and the third the lifestyle show that gives you life literally, literally. now we're gonna begin the show in the best fashion we know how and that's by beginning with uh hate crimes <laughs> this is america okay? so <laughs> don't catch it slipping now yeah. Man, shout out to Childish Gambino, who's been rather quiet after that hit single, would you say? No, he had another single called 3005. Mm, he came out with Summer Pack, too. Did you hear the little two-track two EP that came the out? Summer. Yeah. Doing, I, do, I do like that one, but nice the 3005, I was like, I'm not, not fucking there with it. Okay, well, nevertheless, shout out Donald Glover. You listen to Donald. So uh, what's going on in This Is America? Okay, so we've had a couple of hate crimes. Mm -hmm. Um, happened recently. And Is this supposed to be new news for all these new news? It sounds like old news. Hate crimes begat us. Yeah, but it's kind of getting ridiculous now. And redundant. So you had the shooting by Robert Bowers at the Tree Life of uh, the Tree Life Synagogue in Squirrel Hill community out in Pittsburgh. Bow, bow, bow. Um, he killed twelve people. Hmm. And I think three people had a connection to Chicago. To when Lombard. was this? This was not this week. Last week. Damn. R.I.P. to the families affected. It was 12 killed or injured? 12 killed. Damn. How many injured? Do we know? No, that's it. Oh, he, he was... The people he shot, he killed. Is he a gamer? Like, this nigga's accurate as fuck. No, he's a white uh, nationalist. What does that mean? Because I heard Trump... Racist. That's what it oh, means. Oh, racist. Me at racist. This, point, <laughs> this nation is ours. Yeah. yeah uh, another word for KKK. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, okay, so that's... Thing, right? Wait, 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 wait. Did he go quietly into the night, handcuffed, whatever? Is he dead? Yeah, no, they got him. Okay. He um, is, is facing charges. Just right? slap on the Let's wrist? See. No. Mm. He's charged with 44 counts, okay? 11 counts of obstructing religious freedom by killing worshipers. Mm -hmm. 11 using a gun to commit murder. Mm -hmm. 11 using a gun during a crime of violence. And eight counts of obstructing religious freedom by attempting to kill worshippers, resulting in injuring an officer. That's a lengthy charge. It is. It's, it's a lengthy lot. charge. What does that mean? KKK? Um, well, it means he has 44 counts and he's going to jail, hopefully. Now, this is my question. A synagogue, what religion does that tie into? Uh, Jews, right? Oh, shit. He's, he's anti-Semitic. Yeah, yes, and so... With a semi. Um, ABC Channel 7 did an interview and they interviewed a couple of different people that uh, had relations to some of the people who were, were killed. Mm -hmm. And one of the rabbis said, you know, a lot of people may have been feeling like this for a long time, right? But now, be under the climate and under this current administration, they just feel really comfortable. Bugging out. And she said it just as plain as day. White people want to go back to it just being white Damn. people. Mm. This is our America, is what they wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, huh. let's, yeah, let's take our America back. But when was it ever just white people? I mean, they immigrated from we know, we know Europe, the and there was already yellow people here, and they brought black people with them, and they mixed it all up and made brown people. Now, we get that, right? We understand that, but it was just nice to hear somebody say that, yeah. to hear a white person say that. Now, that. Jewish predominantly is white, but is it a race? Or is it more of way of life? Always asking yeah, it's this question. Like, what's the GDP and what's the G GNP? So, like, you, some people are born Jewish, okay. right? And then okay. some people become or become ordained Jews, okay. or something like that. Okay. Or Orthodox Jews, right? right? But um, there's no land called Jewland or Judea. <laughs> I don't know what it would be called. <laughs> what would it be called? But no. they're not from a nation per se. It's more of a people. Are they? 
I don't know. I'm asking Jerusalem? you. Jews from alone. Come Maybe on. Maybe that's why they feel like they're the chosen people. Maybe facts here on this and the third, Joe. <laughs> Maybe. Come on. No, but I, I think there's some truth into what we're saying. You just got to do a little more research. On your own. Reading. <laughs> and comment right. below and let us know what you discovered. Yeah, but <laughs> so that was horrible. The next thing that happened, right, mm. this white man, Gregory Allen Bush, mm. 51, kills two 69-year-old grandparents in the Kroger grocery store in Kentucky. Now, this Damn. story, you haven't, have you heard about this story? I haven't. I've been away. I've been away. I haven't heard any of these I stateside news I only saw it on um, Fox News last night. Mm. I heard Ricky Smiley talk about it once because he was upset because no one had been talking about it. Mm -hmm. When it first happened, I only saw an article on Facebook. Okay. Were Another white the two 69-year-olds black? Yeah, they, they were black. Mm -hmm. So this man Pinky. went to a predominantly black church first. Mm. And the doors were locked. He couldn't get in. The doors of the church weren't open. No. We're no longer falling for that shit from, uh, was it Winston? What yeah. was that? The, the North Carolina, crack? right? Yeah. We ain't going. So, no. We so, then going. he went to a predominantly maybe black area type grocery store. Just went in there and shot him. So, they'll do. And then when he left, he still had his gun. And he walked by another man who had his gun pulled because he had heard the commotion. Yeah. He didn't know what was going on. Tap, tap, tap. What the fuck, man? So Gregory Allen Bush walks past this other bystander and says, whites don't kill whites. Like, I see you got your, your gun out. Poor We're good. Lady. We're we cool. Here. Yeah. Wow. But he's right in a sense because we don't really hear these mass killings or these one-off killings well, white on white of, crime. We don't hear about that shit. mass high school shootings. Right. They kill, they kill white, white kids. Yeah, they right. kill white kids. But, um, Go no, figure. you don't. I'm not gonna say whites don't kill whites. In white neighborhoods where there's yeah, violence, yeah, yeah. it's and white crime, on white crime, it's yellow on white yellow crime. White people are killing white people. Yeah. But what he was saying is white nationalists mm. don't kill other white nationalists. Mm. Let's put it like that because you can't say that he was just saying, "Oh, whites don't kill whites." All right, period. Because he wasn't even in that state of mind. So, yeah, that's uh, so right why now. did the bystander, as you so eloquently called him? Why did he just let this nigga walk off? Because he he asked. He said, "What what's going on?" Uh huh. <laughs> whites don't kill whites. I'm out. And that's what he said. Now the was fuck out of here, Z. That's some whole ass shit. Because it's not like these nationalists, if we're gonna call them that, are in gunfights no. and winning. No, they're they shooting unarmed citizens, dog. Hey. I dare y'all to run up on 64 oh. for Ellis in the alley. Okay? Come on. Target <laughs> practice. Click it, click it. Over there. That's you what I'm saying. You see, I'm just saying. They will pick your ass off, G. I got some neighborhoods for y'all. Dog. Double dog dare you, bitch. And it, it's, just, it's just daunting, again, because it always goes back to my selfish ways. Like, who would give their life for... 12 people that you hate that much or even two people that you don't even know when the doors of the church was closed so you went and shot them randomly and now your life hopefully is over. Like how much hate is in you? Apparently Or do they lie. feel like, man, I'm going to get my stripes, I'm going to go to the clink and uh, get linked up with the other nationalists and get protection and still live a decent life in jail? I don't know. I, to be honest with you, this is extremism, right? And to the max. And is um, what we would classify as terror? Terrorists. Sounds pretty right? and, terrible. And if they're willing to die for mm. their cause and what they believe in. So, yeah, the white man is the new terrorist in my book. New? Well, nobody has said it. New right? with a K. Nigga, we knew right. y'all was terrorists. <laughs> but, uh, man, I, <laughs> I think that at the end of the day, man, examples need to be set. Like, I think that instead of just, you know, 
jail, slap on the wrist, 44 charges just because it's a fucking number, a high number. Let the victim's surviving family members shoot this nigga. Maybe not to death, but just like, ow, I just wanted to get one off and get no, you in the I thigh. Agree. You know what I'm saying? You still got to go to jail, but let me just go ahead and pop your ass and see how it feels. Or pop your grandparents, pop mm. your parents. Pop the loved one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Love for love, G. Like, where's the love, G? And I think that until we start setting examples, and I say we as in them, as in they, as in he, the man, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Like, you need to step your game up, dog, because if the roles were reversed and we was just blatantly killing people that didn't look like us in terms of skin color, we would be made examples of immediately, yeah. man. Okay. So, like, where's the equity in this shit? Where's the equality? I but I digress. Nevertheless, sticking with This Is America, we also have been talking about uh, he just does what he wants. Now, there's a lowercase h's, obviously, but who is he? Before we get to what he does, mm -hmm. what he likes to do, I want to mention and who he is. the domestic terror, right? Oh, so yeah. you do know that they back mailed, to the white people. They have like uh, seven, 12, 12 bombs mailed to. I Democrats. heard about that. I heard about that, but they was like in the name of people. Like this is your bomb. This is your bomb. Like it had yeah, names so associated it had with it. Hillary. You had the Obamas. You had uh, you had Robert De Niro. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, he's a friend of the community. <laughs> but no, but he he's, he's not married a to a black. He's a married to a black woman. Yeah, ain't he? but he's. Speaks against Trump, yes, right? So does. I just thought that was so funny to see the non-politician on there, right? Come on, Bobby. Um, the, uh, Eric Holder. Um, Everybody you know, that don't fuck with Trump, right? Got a bomb. Got a bomb in their And guess by Caesar Sayak. I'm like Caesar, aren't you Democrat? Like, <laughs> so aren't confused. you on the watch? Right. It, it's so confusing as to why this man, and they don't know yet. He hasn't. They haven't released any So do he, does Robert De Niro and friends, do they have P.O. boxes at the White House? Like, no, where were the bombs sent? To sent independent locations? Okay, which house? Hyde Park for Obama? No, or D.C. Uh, D.C. for Clinton's. Um, Hollywood for Robert? New York for New York, Robert. okay. Um, yeah, he sent, he, had, he got there. Caesar. Caesar did. Caesar, Caesar. poor Caesar. <laughs> but he had Sprinkle been driving me, around. They caught him in an auto zone in Florida, right? And he didn't resist. He just walked. But his truck was covered in, like, Trump paraphernalia, like Trump pictures, Trump, all type of all Trump that. stuff. I'll die for this nigga. Yes. Damn. Okay. Well, so fuck you, Caesar. <laughs> be, because of that, because of the synagogue shooting and uh, the shootings in Kentucky, you know, Don Lemon on CNN, mm. he kind of just snapped. Say that the biggest terror threat in this country comes from radicals on the far right, primarily white men. That angered some people. But let's put emotion aside and look at the cold, hard facts. The evidence is overwhelming. A recent report from the Government Accountability Office shows that. Even though more people died in attacks connected to Islamic extremists, the vast majority of deadly attacks in this country from 2001 to 2016 were carried out by far-right violent extremists. Because fake minds think alike, dog. Like, these minds are so ingrained in the belief that they've projected like man yeah. this is what it should be this is the good old boy for forefathers founding fathers type shit that they have bought into it the timing is as right as it's ever gonna be in terms yeah. of projecting that shit on the others and carrying out whatever thoughts you've been thinking for the past 
generation. Right. And now they are teed the fuck up. But yeah, I think domestic terrorism does sound, I mean, sum that shit up like to the T. That's the perfect term for this. Yeah. Because it's terrorism and it's right here on U.S. soil by so-called Americans, so-called nationalists. Like it don't get no more domestic and terrible than that. Right. But uh, so I, obviously y'all should know that the he we're referring to is puss ass. Now, let me say this. Did you know? <laughs> that escalated quickly. But did you know that Donald Trump's real name is not Donald Trump? It's like Drumpft. Drumpft? Like D-R-U-M-P-F or D-R-U-M-F or some shit. Like a, His last name or first name? Last name is Drumpf. It's not Trump. No. He it just the, sounds good. Or he dropped the That's his brand name. Oh, yes. Okay. He changed his name legally and that shit is they now say Trump. He's a narcissist, though. Dog. I believe That's an ugly ass name, dog. Drunk? He sounds German. Mm. Well, but, let me tell you what he feel like. Yeah, he what do. he do. Okay. What he do. So he is sending the military to Mexico, right? To what stop. What branch? And he's not All. sending the <laughs> National Guard. He's sending like you know, Navy SEALs, goddamn troops, right? Army and, Rangers. And apparently, you're not supposed GDs. to send um, active military people who fight in real combat, right? Yeah. Like the same people who are soldier, in soldiers. Afghanistan, yeah. right? You're not supposed to send them to go over there to watch the borders. Nah, that's not apparently it's in some paperwork, and that's not what he's supposed to do. But he is right now. He has like 5,200 over there. Now, I know you've heard about all the immigrants coming from Honduras. Mm. And they're walking up to Mexico or walking, you know, trying to get to the border of the United The Overground States. Railroad. I had to look at a map because I was like, Honduras don't they got to cross the border? <laughs> right, right, like Honduras that close? <laughs> so yeah. it is. So it's in Central America. Okay. It is the water. This is Central America. He said, um, nigga, this motherfucking breaststroke is impeccable. Right. And so it don't seem that And now far. I'm walking. <laughs> but they have like 900 miles before they get to the border oh. of the U.S. But Trump is acting like they knocking on the door right now. Right, right. So he sent the troops. He said he probably won't send no more than 15,000. Okay. But this isn't new. So I will say this. So three times the amount. Yeah. Because it's 52 right now? 5,200. But Obama sent troops when he was in office in 2010. And Bush sent troops. Sent troops where? To Mexico for the borders to, to help out. What now, kind of troops? Sent, no, troops or? They sent National Guard. Troops. Right. They sent the National Guard. Go back. Yeah, so it, it, it's a little different, but I, I do want to just state that the both previous presidents did do it. But their reasonings were different, and they were tracking numbers, and they have numbers to prove that yeah. this is why they did it and all that. Trump is not going to have all of that. But that know. does bring up a good point in terms of it being a slippery slope, because you could always, regardless of the fact that he doesn't often do this for this particular situation, he could be like, oh, well, other presidents have done it. And they have. I'm just following suit. And they have. Yeah. And so it, it is an issue. He's not doing anything out of the ordinary. But what he is trying to do is renounce the citizenship from any immigrants born here. We will keep the criminals, the drug dealers. We will keep them all out of our country. We will get rid of all of this. We will end, finally, birthright citizenship. It's costing us so many billions of dollars. People didn't want to bring it up. I said, we have to bring it up. I get How does it. that work? I get it, right? In, in your minds, it's like, oh, they crossed the border, they have a baby. It's a little, it's a little tricky. It's great. It's great. But come on now. Those that have already been born here, you can't mm -hmm. just say, 
You ain't Come no citizen no more. Retroactively <laughs> take their citizenship, bro. But that's what he's trying to do. And he said, you know, even so though give me your goddamn social security number, Nick. Unconstitutional. Mm. He's like, you know, I think I can do it with an executive order. So he is pushing forward. He is pushing those executive orders yeah. through. I mean, you gotta respect his gangster, even if you don't agree with it. You know what I'm saying? Like that motherfucker. The aggressiveness thug. of him. So I was watching Vice News, right? Hey, Vice. Really, and. They did a story on the immigrants. Now, yesterday, they had like hundreds of immigrants in Atlanta show up to the court. Mm -hmm. They all received this notice saying they had to appear in court um, for their, like, their citizenship. The courts had no clue. These were false reports. So any immigrants, oh, anybody that's watching this, right, ICE. Is sending false documents just to, to get y'all in the fucking centralized location and giving and you deliver false you a dates. bomb <laughs> from Caesar. Look, false dates, false times, Damn. just to bring them out, right? And so what's happening is a lot of these immigrants have, I guess, when you get here, you have like it's like a ten-year rule, mm. right? So the clock starts immediately when you get here, right? And you have ten years. If you make it through that ten years. You have the right to apply for citizenship. Make it through that ten years, not getting arrested, or make it through that ten years, not what? getting caught. Oh, okay. As, as being illegal, right? right? Right, right. But you've been here for ten years. Nah, you've you earned worked, it. Yeah. You've had kids. You've proven You're yourself productive. to be. Yeah. <laughs> and so they they'll say, okay, and they'll fill out the paperwork, and you're good. Well, when ICE is sending these these forms out and these notices is bringing people out, and people who are like right there before that ten mm -hmm. years, they snatching them up yeah. and they sending them back. Sounds like it a is CPS so, pension. So shady. Yeah. So shady. So I did want to say that because I didn't know about it. I didn't yeah. know about the rule. But for those of you who are dealing with that, y'all just be careful. And just notice that if you get a notice in the mail, call and check before you just go up to the courts. I'm telling Hello? you. Go Hello? check because you just don't know. I mean, when you say bringing them out, like it almost sounds like I need to get these motherfuckers out in the opens to do something to them. Because if you can send somebody a piece of mail with their actual name on it to bring them out, you know where they're at. No, they, they don't know because a lot of times these families are receiving mail in one place mm. and then they're flying and they're spending money on hotels, they're mm. spending their resources to get to court ah, because okay. they think it's, you know. It's good, yeah. Ah, this is finally what we've been waiting so for. About the damn, damn, talk about tactics. That's tactical as fuck, G. Mm. But that's America, dog. They will use their smarts and their intelligence counterproductively, dog. And it's just... It's par for the course, in my opinion, man. But I think the ultimate objective here is whether you're from here, whether you are not from here, but you live here, or a combination of the things, man. You American. Fuck that shit. Yeah. And since you're American, you have to stay woke and do what else? Go, Go vote. vote. And I think the election is coming up pretty soon. We're in November. It's Tuesday. <laughs> gobble, gobble. <laughs> it's uh, November 1st, man. And uh, I think that uh, the time is perfect to go out and rock the vote, vote or die, stay woke, go vote, and all of the above. What say you? Um, so a few things with the voting situation, right? Mm. It is like ride or die right now. Vote or die, Excuse really. Me. Vote that's, or that's die, That's how yes. they feel. Um, so gerrymandering, I've been hearing this word a lot, and I know I learned it back in school, but I just don't know what it means today. So Isn't to Mandarin a language? Yes. Like Chinese, right? Yeah, my son's learning. And you're saying gerrymandering? Gerrymandering. Mandarin. Mandarin. Okay, I'm like, what the fuck? So it's a practice intended to establish a political advantage for a, a particular party or group by manipulating district boundaries, mm. resulting in a district known as gerrymander. So basically in Iowa, Texas, Utah, and Georgia, they have been changing the district lines, right? As they to always really have. To really split up the, the black vote, Democratic vote, 
and to really make it more profitable for the Republicans. Mm -hmm. Now in Utah, an interesting thing is because they changed the lines, it benefits the Indians. But here's the thing, That's because it's so <laughs> rural, the Indians aren't know they don't know. Right. Ah. And so they didn't get the email. And so Vice, of course, <laughs> was there. To the rescue. And uh, <laughs> they were just showing people going around. Sacagawea, you home? Shut <laughs> up. What? <laughs> that was the Indian. They Sacagawea. Going around to really tell people about what's going on. And then when she was talking to some of these people, they had no clue. Right. No clue. So just pay attention to, to stuff like that. If you're really interested in politics and wondering how all this stuff works. Um, in Georgia, Apparently, they had like 3,500, don't quote me on that number, of registered votes that were just sitting at a desk. Come on. At a desk. Come on. Because, you know, Stacey Abrams is running for governor, and mm -hmm. they are really trying not to, to yeah, let her let win. Yeah, let that happen. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting, man, that, again, the tactics that will be pulled to make sure that the black vote doesn't happen. congregate and yeah. happen at all. So you got things like, I was reading something about, first of all, did you know, that on the on the run two tour, every tour site and every you know show that they did, they had the opportunity for you to register to vote at the concert. Yeah, I think you told me that. That shit is dope, first and foremost. But then secondly, um, there's just all different types of things that are tactically being done to make sure that we can't vote all the way from redefining the voting lines in yeah. the districts and stuff like that. Obviously, anybody with an F on the um, record can't vote. Um, they do little things like if you want to go vote early, they'll cut off the time in the black communities quicker than they would in the non-black communities. Um, long polling lines, like they will understaff in certain neighborhoods. So then it's like, dog, I can't wait in this line. I only got a 45-minute lunch. Like different little, little things. Like yeah. But I say all that to say our votes matter. Because if they didn't matter, they would not go to such extremes to make sure that they didn't get casted. Yeah. I actually heard that Trump was elected in large part due to, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like voting delinquency or just motherfuckers not going out and voting and hella people that was with the shit that he was talking about going out and voting. Kind of the opposite of what happened when Barack got elected, yeah. right? Because it was like, man, I haven't voted in a while. I'm voting for this black man who is qualified for them. them. Yeah. Trump spoke to those who haven't been voting in yeah. a while, and they all came and out they and caught, they, they re-engaged. Yeah. And another thing is um, I was listening to Remy Ma on the State of the Culture um, okay. podcast, man, and she was talking about how it's so important for black women to get involved with not just um, voting themselves, but also galvanizing those around them to vote because they're going to empower their children that are of age to go ahead and vote. More than likely, yeah. the same vote that they would be casting. So now that's two, three, two. four, five votes. And then they man in the Senate life, they'll probably uh, vote as well if they have the ability to. So yeah. getting the black women right. not only out to vote, but also to. empowering others around them to vote. But yeah, it's a big if, but I'm just saying, let's not go down without a fight. So here in Illinois, I don't know if you've been seeing this young lady's commercial but i have and i really i liked her and i was like i'm gonna Ooh. vote for her lauren underwood that name sounds familiar so well, she's uh, in the congressional district 14. Okay. she's a nurse mm -hmm. she's a former nurse i love running, nurses i love nurses um and her commercial was always talking about the pre-existing condition and oh, that's okay. why yeah. how they eliminate stand, people from yeah, getting health care yeah she had joe biden here yesterday hey joe <laughs> Speaking on her behalf. Must have missed you. And Barack will be here Sunday to speak I did on hear her that. Behalf. Watch out for traffic, man. Anytime Barack pulls up, well, no, it's helicopters, motorcades. He's not going to be here here? No. I thought gonna he was going to be here here well, for something. Speaking 
for her stuff on Sunday, okay. it's in Champagne. Okay. Um, I think he's going to be here Saturday. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hi, the kids. How's your wife? But, so, I mean, I think it's really good. He has been out. He has been on a campaign trail trying to help folks push, you know, the vote. And, and because I understand that having more Democrats is really important with this election, mm -hmm. right? Who are you picking for governor? Mm. Who shall I pick? I'm going to cast a secret ballot, but ah! I will say this. I will say this. <laughs> Both candidates have things that I agree with and things that I vehemently Don't. disagree with. Mm. So it's not easy, but I will say that I am bought into the notion of I don't just have to vote Democrat because I'm black. No, you so don't. So that's, that's all I'll right? say. You don't. I'm not saying who I'm voting for, who I'm not voting for, but what I'm saying is regardless of what position it is that I'm voting for now, I'm voting based on the issues and their position on the issues. What they, get, what they do when they get in the office, I can't control that. Yeah. But if they are not even addressing the things that matter to me and impact me, they are not getting my vote regardless of their political affiliation. You know, this one is really hard. And I, the way I've tried to, like, fix it is... Illinois, well, no, Illinois isn't going to be the deciding state that determines if the Democrats or the Republicans win Senate. Okay. So it kind of like, I kind of relax a the little bit. The stakes ain't as high on the federal right, level. Right, yeah. but I just... But it matters here at home, though. Boy, I just don't know. Them niggas, boy, they, know, they got her. Here, Here's another thing. I want to know... How can we get mannequin now? Because despite, <laughs> yes, despite who the governor is, I, if you notice, all the commercials, whenever they say something bad about somebody, even with Kwame, Erica Harold, mm -hmm. um, uh, the comp control, all these different people, they always pair them up with who? Mike Madigan. So Mike my question is, when does his ass get out of, when does his term up? Puss ass, nope. Like, when does he get on the ballot so I could yeah, not vote yeah. for him? When is he eligible for because not think being elected? He is the true problem in Illinois. It's right. not, it don't matter who the governor is. It right, don't matter right. who all these other people we put in place. I really think he's the issue. And his position again is? I think he's like the rep over the House, okay. House Speaker. Okay, Speaker of the House for the uh, Illinois Senate or Illinois, whatever, whatever. I don't even know. I just know he's a bad motherfucker. <laughs> Watch your mouth. We got to get Madigan up out of there, week. man. Go early vote. You can do that up until Monday, and then Tuesday, everybody needs to go vote. And post that shit, man, because that actually helps motivate other people. Does you it? know, we're, we're in such a me too, not, yeah. in, not in that sense, but I as well yeah, type of, I you know, I did it as well type shit. And I think that people just like Halloween costumes last weekend would want to post, yeah. oh, but I voted too when they see everybody else doing it. Just like a Haitian flag or a fucking... Paris or France flags. I want to know who y'all voting for. Ooh, who? Who, who you let they know his name? Huh? Who you voting for, Mayor? Come on, man. One more chance. <laughs> Biggie, give me one more chance. That That's an insider. You don't know who Chance is supporting? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's yeah. my fellow alum. <laughs> oh, okay. Chance, boy, he, see, I was already leaning and I went to her kickoff and I love everything she was talking about. Okay. But I did have reservations, and, and forgive me for being transparent, but sometimes I feel like there's so many candidates that split up the black vote that we, we fall for that shit. And I'm like, I want to vote for somebody that actually has a chance to win, blah, blah, blah. With that endorsement, I feel confident in my vote for mayor, and it's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> you know what? They did, I, I saw an interview, uh, Faircon, and he mm. said... That he backed they, her too? Well, no. He, oh. He said no, there needs to be a conversation amongst blacks 
one, get your agenda together. Come on, y'all. Two, decide who is the most qualified. Hey, who are we and backing? And then let's push them out let's there. Let's back that Instead person. Everybody. Like, I'm just no, I'm to say it now. Dorothy, sit down. No, Dorothy, no, Tony, Tony, Willie. Sit down. Dorothy, Tony, Tony, Tony. Willie, I do like Willie. Willie, Willie you got to love Willie. Willie. Like Willie. <laughs> Willie. <laughs> Willie Wilson. Come on, Willie. You ran for president, you know, mayor. You look, Willie can't <laughs> until everybody else started. Right. It's like, Willie run for anything. But, you know. It's all good, so man. So, y'all just go vote. As long as you vote, we can. Your vote can never be wrong as long as you cast it. Would you it agree? It can't be wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you hear that? Uh, we're gonna transition. We're gonna transition out of politics and go into entertainment. But relating to both, coincidentally, did you hear that Kanye is now recanting a lot of the stances he took politically and said, "I was hoodwinked. I was bamboozled. I'm no longer involved in politics." And what did politics. I say? What Kanye say? can do whatever he want to do mm. and say what he want to say because look who he's talking to, mm. and he still has some good points. But because they know Kanye West is bipolar and he's emotional he's, and he's emotionally all driven. these things, right? They're going to use that and play it against them. So yeah. I think, and I, I saw Dave, Dave Peterson post, like, you know, you all wanted Kanye to, to be about the city and be about the people, and then you all constantly tear him down. Yeah. It, it, those weren't his words, but right, it was something right, like that. Right, more or less, yeah. Um, and I totally, like, I get it. And this is why people won't stand up and say nothing, because the moment they do, if they don't do it in the way you like or approve of, it's like, oh, Kanye crazy, oh, he this, oh, he that. Right. No, he's living his life and doing, trying to help, right. trying to do something. Now, I agree he is trying to bring industry back to Chicago. He is yeah. trying to bring Montessori schools and artistic outlets mm. back to the city. He is against stop and frisk, and he is against um, illegal, gun illegal guns. So I agree with those four points. However, and shout out to Bill Cosby, because he taught us a lot, right, when he played the role of Heathcliff Hustable. And he explained it to, I think it was Dabness Bricky. Do you remember Dabness? Yes. Do you remember that episode yes. when he was like, bro, you this, that, and the third. You a steak, dinner, mashed potatoes, gravy, blah, blah, And the nigga went outside and got a garbage can lid and, and presented you. put that meal you. on the It's like, bro, it's, the presentation matters, yeah. dog. It don't matter what the meal consists of. It don't matter what your message is, Kanye. Sometimes the way you package that shit is Bad. so distracting yeah. that it's hard to fucking rock with you, even though you have great valid points. Wait. My dad always used to requote that, Dog, particular, that particular episode. That G, can translate that, to so many. That that is what I hope, and I know this don't got nothing to do with politics, but it is entertaining. That's what I hope doesn't get lost in this whole Bill Cosby went to jail and yeah. fell from grace and all that type of shit. We learned so much so from much, the Cosby Show so about much. what was possible as African Americans, as individuals, as professionals, as persons, as, as fathers, as parents, as mothers. As siblings, yeah. like, don't let that shit get lost in the fact that he's human. Yeah. You do fucked up shit. Still I do fucked it. up shit. Still learn from that shit. Yeah. Alright, so keeping with entertainment, man. What was last weekend? What was yesterday? <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> now, did you and the boys celebrate? Yeah. How did you celebrate? Um, well, I took them trick-or-treating. Okay. And, and what we, neighborhood? Because that matters. Neighborhoods so, matter. Right. So we went to, normally I take them to Hyde Park, but we do the stores. We mm -hmm. do the strip oh, yeah, or whatever. Oh, yeah, because they come through. And so this time they were like, well, Mom, no, we don't want to do that. So I was like, okay, well, where can I take them? Mm -hmm. I took them, we went from 48th to 51st from between Greenwood and Woodline. Mm -hmm. the, the yeah, a little nook, little nook. 
really nice. Nice little look. So packed. Not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my niggas god. Know. Niggas know. Oh my god. Because that's where the, the house is at, right? Woo. That's where Obama stay. In yep, that area. And, yeah. And, uh, the minister, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Farrakhan, so, all them. But get this. Why my son was walking around, going to the houses? He says, "Well, mom, why is everybody in these houses white? And in our neighborhood, and everybody that's trick or treating is black." Got him. So we're walking. Great question. Out of the mouths of babes. And he's asking me these questions, but you got all these, you know, loud mm -hmm. Listeners. Yeah. And I'm like, well, can we have this uh, political government right. when we get in the car? Can From we the house. Trick -trick? While we eat Snickers, Twix, and Kit Kats. <laughs> well, we don't fuck with Kit Kats. But at the end of the day, we'll talk about Ooh, it later. And I mean, and each person they went to, I mean, they was like, well, what is that? I mean, they were so... Thrilled and enthralled yeah. the, the candy shit. wasn't even like, right. that meant right. nothing. Right. They was trying to figure out, this something wrong with this picture, Mom. Yeah, What's up? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and they get it, dog. They, they get it. It's at an early age. That's, that's why it's important to not sugarcoat. It's, it's obviously yeah. a, a, a balance you got to keep. Yeah. But you have to expose your young people, especially our beautiful black babies, especially our beautiful baby boys, yeah. to this shit early to let them know, like, something ain't right here. Something is not right here. All the schools consist of black kids. All of the transit systems consist of black people. All of the blue-collar workers, more or less, consist of black people. And all the beautiful houses in this neighborhood are in inhabited by non-black people. Yeah. Something's awry. Yeah. And the president lives here. The the motherfucking minister oh, lives he had, here. He had security all out by oh, his come house. come on, man. Because, you know, my what kids. What they call the FOD, the FOI, some shit? My kids don't care who house is. They, they go, we, we going to this house. Throw a rock. So, look, the, the security guys, they, you know, they like, what's up, man? What's up, bro? Happy Halloween. All right. Keep it moving. <laughs> peace and blessings. <laughs> look, peace and blessings. Peace but and blessings. Uh, some of the celebs who dressed up and kind of posted their pics. Now, I can't tell what year they were from, so okay. I don't know if they was throwbacks or whatever. I saw Sierra, Russell, and the kids, and they kind of had the Wakanda theme. Did okay. you see that one? Mm -hmm. So she was like the, the, the bald head chick from Black... Did you see Black Panther yet? No. Nevertheless, she was the... I'm talking to y'all now. She was the bald head chick, the, the general uh, from Wakanda, and then um, the baby and Russell... Not the baby, but the little boy, the little future was um, Black Panther, Panther okay. and then the baby girl, she had something associated too with the, uh, you know, the, the woman in the, in the, in the production. Uh, I, seen, I seen a Beyonce where she was dressed like Tony Braxton. That was but this if, year. That was this year, okay. Because then I saw her and Jay As and somebody Arthur else. Ash, yeah, he was track, doing the field. Yeah. track and field gold medalist. Yeah, like, maybe name. Wilma? Was she Wilma? Yeah. yeah. So she did the Tony Braxton, just, I think that was maybe like a photo shoot. Oh, okay. Uh, she did the track star and the Arthur Ashe actually at the Halloween party that they mm. attended with, with her mom. Okay, okay. So, yeah, that was dope. I seen some other um, celebrities dressed up, and I seen some dope, dope costumes in general. Did yeah. you see some dope costumes that was, like, very creative, in your opinion? Or No, I kind of, I think I saw the usual. I didn't yeah. see anything, like, oh, my, oh wow, that was great. But right. I did see, what I saw was funny was the morning show, Leon, Kyle, and Kendra. Uh-huh. They did the Friday skit. Ah. Leon was smoky, Kyle oh, was Cube, man. and Kendra was Felicia. Remember when Felicia came up? To Trying to get that microwave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Trying to get that car, that microwave, all that shit. Yeah, yeah that was funny. I got to check that one out, man. I saw um, dope costumes stood out to me. Uh, Rendell Solomon. So he the one that created One Stock, One Future. Okay. And he gets the young people mm -hmm. stock and invested in the stock. He was Arthur. That shit was funny, man. Because Arthur. Arthur, the fucking little gerbil thing with the yellow oh, sweater and glasses. Wet. Yes. <laughs> he was Arthur. And the first post that he posted was like just his fist balled up. 
like how they <laughs> meme that shit a couple years ago. So I think that was clever. Uh, shout out to my girl Courtney Rogers from Zion, man. She, I think she was in ATL, but she was Jessica Rabbit. Do you remember Roger, oh, yeah, Rabbit, Roger Rabbit and the frame Jessica on her? But Rabbit. she is like lumpy. Yeah. Oh my stars. She <laughs> did the damn thing, but she's like a baby does. She, this is my man's little sister, oh, okay. so it's like. Ah. Uh -huh. <laughs> she did it and um i want to say there was a couple others but no celebrities per se that really stood out i think i was so caught up in the nikki cardi beef i wasn't even checking for fucking halloween man <laughs> uh, but i did see i think it was one of kanye and kim's daughters and then maybe one of the sister courtney mm. the regular that's the regular yeah. sister right um her child one of her children but they was dressed as like fat boxy boxy ass oh, okay. you know they they had broad shoulders it was just a little cute little okay. it kind of looked like a fat sumo wrestler, but it was squared instead squared of rounded instead of round. and then from the uh uh i love it video where they was dressed as little pump was dressed as perrier and yay was dressed as like fiji water that's the babies was, yeah the baby little pump yeah that's a little pump. Uh, but they dressed in those little outfits, too. And I thought that was cute. Just because it's like you're dressed like daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. that shit was dope to me. Cool. Um, do you have, before we move out of Halloween, do you have like a favorite Halloween or trick-or-treating memory from when you were coming up? My favorite costume was I was uh, Queen Nefertiri. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. You got pictures? I don't know. My mom probably does, I but don't I don't. Know. That was my favorite. But my... Shout out to Back Mama in the Reese. day, we used to always have like little Halloween parties at mm -hmm. my house. And we, my aunt owned this building, so we have it in the hallway. Yeah. And we would buy for apples. I kiss oh, them. The cool shit. Yeah. We had a hallelujah lock in. Shout out to Empowerment Wisdom yeah. Ministries, man. I remember those. A couple years went. ago, we went to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hosted it, so I had to be there. But it was live, though, because we okay. had a whole school to ourselves. We locked ourselves okay. in, slept overnight, blah, blah, blah. We did s'mores. We did a costume contest. We did a talent show. And it was real cool. But I think my. Favorite memories growing up from Halloween. Uh, my dopest costume, I, I think, was when I was half pint from uh, School Days. Spike Lee's character from School Days. That was his name. G5G. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Camel, camel, yeah. Camel. Yeah. Yeah. I, man, I bodied that motherfucking <laughs> outfit. He got in big trouble that <laughs> night too. But um, I think my favorite memory was, you know, I grew up in the burbs or whatever, right. and going to those houses that instead of giving you miniature fun size candy bars, would give you a full candy bar for your oh, or yeah. a whole pop and your okay. bag just got heavy so instantly what's the worst candy you can that get? orange shit and that black shit that doesn't have a name what the fuck is that and why are you giving it to people in your community you don't care about us dog like that was the candy that had razors in it and shit for a certain point of time see like Oh, what is that? Bats? Is that the name of that candy? Bats? But it would be candy? Stick to the paper. I Dog, never that, that shit was goo. Yeah. That's it. Why are you giving us orange and black goo? <laughs> I don't like that. But I do like when people go all out for their houses. I don't like that as much during Christmas because it's just like, ugh, what the? I but like for Halloween, for when it's like, ugh, motherfuckers popping out at you when you think it's a, a, a little statue or yeah, something was, and they I pop out scared. at your ass. I, I like that yeah, I shit, like G. That. Halloween, but for Christmas when you got a goddamn break dancing Santa, I'll be like, I like that little Santa out of here, G. But I'm more of a Halloween dude. But uh, moving into sports, but sticking with entertainment, all right? Lot to cover here, but we'll do it quickly. First and foremost, while I was gone, did you hear about the incident between the Lakers and the Rockets? Yes. Oh my right? stars! Yeah. This nigga Rondo. 
uh, Brandon Ingram was frustrated by that, getting called for the foul while uh, James Harden was looking at the referee. Brandon Ingram shoved him in the back. Uh, James Harden wanted to retaliate but was smart enough not to. And then Brandon Ingram stupidly <laughs> got in the face of official Jason Phillips. You know it's bad when Lance Stevenson runs over to you to calm you down and to get you out of the official's face. Sitting here, we go back and forth. We on here debating and we the And I know I got braces, so I spit when I talk. But you know I never mean that shit. He gave my man Chris Paul a... And spit on this man. Dog. Like, I think spit in his eye or some shit. And it was like, yo, I haven't seen that shit in years. So, yeah, Chris Paul kind of muffed him or whatever. He pieced that nigga quickly up. He gave him that left quick, Rondo. But then Chris Paul came back and fired back on him, got two in. And then it kind of started getting yeah. broken up or whatever. And then he got suspended for four. Nah. Who? I think Rondo got three games. Uh, Ingram, who pushed... Uh, Pushed James Harden to kick the whole shit off. He got four games, and then Chris Paul for retaliating got two games. So all the suspensions are over and shit. But it was just, it's been a cool minute since you've seen one, two, three big name motherfuckers going at it like that, and just like Carmelo, um, all the commentators, Stephen A, uh, definitely Shannon Sharp. They're like spitting is not a lot. Like I don't care if we're in a fucking street fight, bro. If you spit on me, dog, you have to die. So for that to happen at your job, because you imagine getting caught, can, come here, come step in my office, close the door, real quick. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, you're getting spit on at well, work, okay, though, so by another man? What I did here, um, I saw the video and watched it, and then I think Stephen A, or they were saying that Rondo's response was, yeah, I know that was wrong, but, you know, Chris, Chris Paul ain't the cool guy. You know, it's people who actually don't like him. Like, yeah, yeah. He, he pulled that resume like, out. Like, so what? What does that do with anything? spit on you. Right. Nobody <laughs> spits on niggas. Like, that's so. That's the most. Three civil rights. Yeah. Do. Like, what are you doing, dog? And he, yeah. yeah now, now, Chris Paul, it's, it's interesting because Chris Paul is not well liked as a teammate like after he's off your team people will be like well i ain't like him he was too bossy and blah blah blah. he don't take accountability a court uh, a po supposedly he doesn't take accountability for his mistakes but if you may mess up he's going to nigga what's you doing really? uh so they say that he's very assertive you know blah blah but that's some alpha Those male shit bad things right he's, right he's that, that's like a good thing especially on basketball and in sports right. but um he is like the president of the players association he is like the face of State Farm. You know what I'm saying? So there's these other parts to him. And I think that's what Rondo was speaking to was that, yeah, I think he's a good guy. This nigga's an asshole. But it's like, but assholes. Now assholes get it. Unless you're having sex, assholes don't get spit on. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? So at the end of the day, man, one for Rondo, two for Chris Paul for the two-piece. Yeah. And uh, shit, the Spencer's is over. So we'll see how that goes. But um we talked about this maybe last episode, which was a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> Apologies. I missed you, too. But we talked about my man, maybe not yours. Yeah. And we found out where he actually plays. <laughs> we right. Thought, <laughs> we thought he was at the Rucker shooting free throws. He actually is in Minnesota. Minnesota He's yeah. in Minnesota giving niggas 50. And his name is D. Rose. Can yeah. we slow clap D. Rose in? Yes. Thank you, AC. <laughs> because... He scored 50 points, the highest point total he's ever scored in an NBA game in his professional career. And after so much up and down yeah. and down and down and back up and down, <laughs> he, man, he cried during his post game I interview. Know, I saw that. He said, man, I, I worked so hard for this shit. Every day, man, I work my 
throwback jersey you were wearing, but you did look like Derrick Rose of old. What did it feel like? Like, it was very candid. I loved it. I liked every minute of it. And it was so appropriate. It was. Because it's not about what, what, what happened to you. It's how you respond to that shit. Yeah. And he didn't give up. His career is nowhere near where it could have been yeah. if the injuries didn't happen. But that's, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk type shit, right? I just love the fact that he from the shy. He ride or die. He fought his way back. Now, all the hard work is paying off, and we just hope he can make it through the season without any other injuries so we can continue to see greatness from this brother because he is fucking great, dog. He's great, but injury will hinder greatness, dog. And Derrick Rose is a prime example of that. And shout out to you, Pooh, and we love you here in the side. We love you on this and the third, and uh, I don't care what she has to say about it. But, <laughs> but, Jimmy Butler, that's still his team. <laughs> end of the day, Jimmy didn't play that night. That's what gave him the opportunity <laughs> to do that shit. Jimmy was out for rest purposes. So, so uh, let me say this, though. I saw on ESPN today, and this is a young chick, that red-haired girl. I don't know what show this was. Uh -huh. um, but she was talking about the D-Rose game and all kind of stuff. Like a TV show? Yeah, show? it's a show. Um, she had two guest speakers, but she mm -hmm. comes on every day. For it. I just don't know the name of the show. Um... She was saying how people were talking about his game and giving him kudos, but at the same time bringing up the whole rape case. I forgot about that. Yeah, is that still pending? I thought he just had a new baby. Well, was it from the rape? No. Is it a rape baby? <laughs> is this some SUV shit? Yo, guys. This is my man's, but I didn't know the rape case wasn't solved. <laughs> that didn't solve it? Hello? Poo-poo? But what? no, she, her thing was she was getting upset because people would follow his greatness by that, right? Mm. Like, oh, is that pending? What's going on with that? Mm. And I, I totally got that. And I was like, don't, don't still shine. Like, let yeah. him have that moment. And then maybe next week question him about those <laughs> allegations. So it's times and places, okay? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I, just, I just hated that they would even bring that up, yeah, you know, yeah. to follow that after the, the great game he had had. Now, not necessarily related to sports, but sticking with entertainment, I see not equity, but I see that we're moving towards maybe balancing the scales just a little bit in terms of when you fuck up, you got to pay for that shit, right? So let's D-Rose, boom. So they're going to say, oh, he scored 50, but he has 50 counts of rape pending, right? So whatever. Okay, we get it. All right. Did you know that with all that shit Roseanne was talking and all that uh, blah 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 and she lost her show and it was like alright we gonna finish the show this season without her did you know they took her show and made that shit the Connors yeah. without her yeah when did that happen I saw, okay so I wanted to talk about this this was a few weeks ago I saw her on Vice oh and apology uh, this was like the first interview very apologetic I, I bet I felt different about her after watching the interviews really I did yeah surprisingly <laughs> Roseanne is human. Human. Flawed. Flawed. <laughs> off was the word that I was going to say. She's off. Okay. Um, she is, and she ain't having easy. You know what I'm saying? She ain't having it easy right now. Mm. Like I think we think checks are rolling in and stuff like that. Yeah. No, she's figuring it out. Um, I think she is an asshole. Yeah. And that's just, I think she's always been that. Yeah. Um, and but I think because of the climate now. You have to filter your asshole assholeness. 
But do you? Because earlier we talked about how because of the political climate we're in, motherfuckers be wilding out with if that shit. If you have a show and everything is at stake, I mean, you just uh -huh. kind of got to think about it. If something. your livelihood depends yeah. on it. Yeah. But um, she, she basically was like, you know, she woke up and, you know... No, they asked her, how does she feel about it being back without her? Mm -hmm. She honestly said she's happy because she didn't want everybody to suffer. to suffer for a comment she made. So that was like the So come out with the Huxtables. Well, you know, the show ended way before. I want the Huxtables. I want Theo. Yeah, I, Let's focus on Theo and what became of his dyslexic ass and well, his family. I, I think Felicia will carry the show. Like, let's get, let's go and get Claire back in there. Please. Believe. Yeah. I think it would happen. Yeah. But so Roseanne ain't in the bad place. But okay. Yeah. Just, you know, just wanted to point that out that, yeah. you know, white people are fucking up and having to yeah. pay for it too. She and is. they did the same thing with, uh, is a House of Cards with Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Well, his ass his should be wife. in jail. Yeah, yeah. He's, that he yeah. was, what? Raping uh, boys. Boys, He's yeah. So boys. I don't get yeah. no, no, nothing to say about his ass. But the character from the show that was his wife is now the lead character. But unfortunately, this is the last season. But she's holding it the fuck down mm. from what I hear. I don't watch that show. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, what else we got in entertainment? So, have you watched the show Rock Rants? Rock Rants? Like so Raquel, the rock? No. Uh, I was about to say, can you smell <laughs> That rock? What rock? <laughs> that rock? <laughs> Pookie Rock? <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun? What no. rock? Raquel from TMZ. The black girl on TMZ. The only guy I know is the black guy. You the only black I know from TMZ. There's a black girl on there. What's his name? Van. Van. I know Van. So you don't know the other black girl that's on there? Huh? I will Google her. She's been on there forever. So anyway, she has her own show, and it's called Rock Rant. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's had two episodes so far. The first episode, she had Jada. Okay. Hey, Jada. She had Jada. She had Taraji on there. Hey, Taraji. Um... This last episode, she had Lil Yachty. Oh, Lil Boat. She had uh, Vivica Fox. That's how her face looked, too. <laughs> oh, geez. Years ago. She was. But the year after she was, I saw her in person in Atlanta. And she, I said, Vivi. Vivi? What the fuck happened to your face, Vivi? The booty call gone wrong. Something went wrong. She was beautiful she in Booty was. Call. She was Even beautiful. in Two Can Play That Game. Two Can Play That Game, set it off. She had a little sex yeah, appeal. Yeah, she was. Okay, and then she talked to Cat Williams. Oh, you got to mm. watch it. That was so interesting. So first, let me talk about Lil Yachty. Okay. He was just weird, maybe? He's a little off. Okay. Just in general. He's, okay. he's Roseanne okay. as a black man. With but, bees in his hair. And now I was confused because he said he, he didn't say he don't smoke no weed. So I was like, is he on something? No, his mom smoked enough. Because he was And just, it wasn't weed. <laughs> he, his, his, the, his, the way he talked, it was just, you got to see it because she would ask him questions. And it was like he didn't really answer the question. Roundabout ass nigga. Mm. <laughs> Cat Williams. Did he have the red beads in his hair? Pink. That's his signature. Is, okay. Well, shit, I like that. But he's, you know how like Serena and Venus used to look when they first came out? Yeah. That's his hairdo. <laughs> Little boat. Yeah, he's special. Um, Cat Williams <laughs> was just, is a nut. That pimpin', he's a plain pimpin', pimpin'. fool, right? Mm -hmm. And so she, she did mention the Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish stuff. Mm -hmm. 
And he said, you know, I, um, he was like, well, there was nothing for her to say to me. He said, you know, I was wrong, and so I bowed down to the queen right. at the Emmys or yeah, wherever, yeah, award yeah, show, yeah, right? Yeah. He said, you know, and she accepted. He said, and then I saw hours later on the Breakfast Club interview that apparently she recanted. Her acceptance of such. Because Kevin Hart Kev was, going on was like, yo. His rent. And so they kicked had, my little sister ball over the fence. I went to get it. He had nothing to say. Cat didn't go in yeah, anymore. Let, 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 but in his whole entire interview, if you ask him certain things, there's a way he answers your questions mm. that doesn't implicate him in anything. Oh. So you just have to watch He's the media interview. trained. He. <laughs> He's just a straight up. What do y'all see? Give me an example. And he's training. He was like, you know, training Kevin. Training for what? MMA? Was, no, he was like, Kevin Hart ain't doing all that, 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 that boxing and this training for none. He, he's preparing for a fight, so I'm ready. I'll, this dude. Sir, you're okay. old for everything against teens. You remember when a teen yoked this nigga up in a flag oh, football God. competition or some shit a couple years ago? He got into it with a young nigga and got choked yeah, out. I was like, yeah, so whose who son is this? I saw that who's, who's child? Who would do this to a grown man? Yeah, he's funny. Dog, at the end of the day, Cat Williams, and I'm starting to see this now, and I'm not judging or whatever, whatever, but I'm just, I don't like when people who are very convincing, he's very convincing, he's very talented. This nigga's very funny. He won, I think he won an Emmy that night mm -hmm. for his appearance on Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Like, gee, you're talented. And when you focus on your craft, you stick to your craft, and you just understand and realize that there's levels to this shit, and your level might not be somebody else's level, but that might be maximizing your potential, and that's fine. But it feels, I feel like him, I feel like Monique, I feel like um, Mike Epps. Like, I was watching Mike Epps on The Breakfast Club. Did you see that interview? No. He was talking about gatekeepers, and it was obvious he was talking about Kevin Hart. He's like, man, previous gatekeepers have empowered new gatekeepers to determine what black people get opportunities in Hollywood, and it could be a black gatekeeper that says, yeah, him, him, her, not him, 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 her, y'all come on, but he can't come. And if that happens, then I'm not allowed to work. And it's just like, bro, just say the nigga's name, dog. Like, if that's how you feel, but that's some fuck shit but you to know, me. Mike Epps don't never say nobody's name. But it's just like, bro, you're writing books. You're getting paid as an author. You got, I, I think he'd been in some show. He, he definitely was in, like, Survivor's Remorse or something. He was, he was doing, like, Meet the Blacks. He got little C-class movies and shit, and it's better than nothing, dog. Like, you had all about the so Benjamins. So you think everybody's saying no Kevin Hart? I think motherfuckers are focused in the wrong places. I feel like instead of bigging up or tearing down anybody, you should be focused on your craft. And I think that's what yeah. got Kevin Hart so far is that he's, he wasn't focused on y'all niggas until y'all start throwing rocks at the throne. He's focused on his potential. And that's what is, that's when he's realizing that there ain't no fucking limit to that shit yeah. when you focus on it. Yeah. And now he has a platform he's putting on other people, but it's like the people he's putting on are not those that came up with him or before him. They're his friends. They the people that are emerging talents. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Calvin Evans. We had a conversation the other day. He's next up, man. Just how Lil Rail. Shout out to Lil Rail doing his show, doing his thing. I like Calvin. He looks like 50 Cent. Calvin is next up. You heard it first on This, That, and the Third, G. Uh, anything else in entertainment before we go? Last but not least, um, not a new show, but mm. it's back for season two. Wait. I saw your movie. Three billboards outside of some bumfuck town in Missouri. Every Missouri. <sighs> <laughs> that movie. 
is quality. Uh-huh. And you know what was so fucking ironic? Right before I watched that shit, I watched Fargo for the first time ever. Have you seen Fargo? <laughs> yes. And did you know that that lady is the cop from Fargo? Well, she that shit was weird to just see that movie and then to see that billboard movie. I'm like, this so, lady. This lady. Okay. So I she, love her. She plays in the movie. Watch this movie. It's called uh, Friends with Money. Okay. And it's Jennifer Anderson is in it. Um, it's a couple other people, right? And it's a group of friends. Jennifer Anderson is one of the friends who don't have money. Okay. Um, but <laughs> she plays the, that role well. But that lady, <laughs> she's married to, she's a designer in the movie. And then she's, her husband is like metrosexual. Sexual, everybody thinks he's gay, but her mouth in the movie is so off the chain. Yeah, she and I fell in love with her in that yeah. movie just because she's always very sarcastic yeah. and dry. Yeah. So when I saw her in uh, Three Billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri, it was like, oh, uh, she did she win some shit for that? She yeah. did well. Mm-hmm. She won did Oscar. well. Did she win something for Fargo? Because like Fargo so. was just like. The way motherfuckers talk in Minnesota, hey, 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 I'm like, what the fuck? What part of Canada is this? But I guess whatever. But what show was you talking about? Um, the Red Table Talk. Ah, aha, sweeping the nation. Hey, and you know how I know that it is because after you put me on game to this shit, and you told me about it a while ago, yeah. but the particular episode that we watched, um, obviously was hot. But I, you know, in Southwest, when you fly Southwest, they just have you line up one through fifty and yeah. whatever, whatever. The nigga that was standing, the only black dude in line is in golf <laughs> in the episode. And I had just watched it the other day. I'm like, this shit is hot. It is. This it shit is, is hot. And shit. I think it's because it's you real. just go into it and there's no. That shit is real, dog. Yeah. It ain't no, you can't. You can't hold back on that shit, no. G. Like, and we want to know. We want to know. Like, how the fuck? When the fuck? Why the fuck? We see the pictures. We see. All the exterior shit. How'd y'all get that? And they like, nigga, that shit was not. Well, it's so interesting because, easy. like, I've always loved. I've loved Jada since Different World, right? And I've loved Will. And so when they got together, in my Match mind, I was like, oh, they the energy, right? <laughs> yep. You just felt like the energy was good. Matched. It matched. Now I remember Hawthorne because I used to love Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. I remember when I whipped my hair came out, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, they doing a lot. But you never heard anything negative yep. around that time, yep. right? Very, so what very, I do, very positive. Tighten it. What I do love about that is that they kept their journey and all that they were going through when they was going through it to themselves. To themselves. To themselves. Um, and then I just liked how one, I definitely could see how Will can be very egotistical, right? Aren't we all though? To some degree, he just has a bigger opportunity to do so. But if you think about it. He, what he said was, I was trying to build this picture in my mind from a little boy. Yeah, yeah, right? because of the boy. trauma he experienced as a young kid. Seeing, this is what he wanted in his head. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He wouldn't matter nobody's feelings. He was just an yeah. autopilot trying to get this he picture. He was, and I was reading a book on this. Some people are outcome driven and some people are process driven. It seemed like he was focused on the outcome of what he wants. And it was so dope. We, saw, we talked about it earlier with the boys. Out of the mouths of babes. He said Willow was just like laughing at the nigga face and was like, man, mommy, he has a picture, picture. of a family in his mind and it's not, not us. us. That's real, G. Because you can have Jada, you can have Willow, you can have Jaden, and what's the? Trey. Trey. And you can have Trey and you can be Will. And it's still not what you picture because it's not moving how you thought it was going to move. It's not coming together. Like it's presented well, but, but it's not, not what it is. It. It's empty. 
And I could so relate to Jada losing herself in all of wilderness, right? Yeah. And then from that to being a mom, now to in their dreams, yeah. Karate Kid, you know, all this Shit. stuff. After it's Earth. Like she was just going through the motions, just trying to be whatever Will wanted. Whatever you need. You know what I mean? Whatever and so for need. her to finally say no. Enough! After their 40th birthday party. Oh, <laughs> they had been planning since the 37th, G. Like, another testament to his ego. Like, he said, man, I'm going to give her the 40th birthday party my wife would want. It's like, nigga, no. what about what Jada wants? I don't want to sit and listen to my grandmother's messages dying, in front of everybody. <laughs> her <laughs> last breath was uttered for the first time in front of a live studio audience. That's an intimate moment that was shared with millions. I don't like that either. So, but I, I do like that Will has allowed Jada to go through her process. And they've yeah. allowed each other to kind of figure yeah. it out. Because like they, they did say in the very beginning, they would have tore each other's heads off. Yeah, they yeah. They were very like... Yeah. Rah, rah. And they recognize that in the Early. beginning. Timing. It, timing isn't everything, but it's something. And I like how they said we got to the point where she was like, Will, would you shut the fuck up? And he hit her with a piece of paper. And hit her in her shit. And they said, we'll be back. Yeah. And stepped out and addressed that shit and nipped that shit in the butt and went 20 years without, without cursing. cursing or raising their voices and all these other things. And I said to you off camera that that's so important to get those small things right early because now you have a foundation to fall back on. Like, well, at least we know we're not going to cross these lines. These we're not going to violate these things because these are deal breakers. And when he told her, like, man, if you're going to sit here and be derogatory and, and what, I will leave you what? Today. To now. Right now. Tonight, to yeah. now. Yeah. I will leave you to now. Yeah. And we don't even have to play this game because I know what's a deal breaker for me. And addressing that and subscribing to that as the significant other yep. early, that I think that's the magic pill if there was one for their relationship. I think that helped. Yeah. That helped. And then towards the end, and this is what I find a lot. She said, Will built this beautiful golden cage for me, but it oh, was golden a cage. cage, dog. It and was birds can fly in the cage. Woo! I that is poetic. Woo! If That's I poetic, feel dog. like I'm in the cage, yeah, I don't give a fuck. I want to go. Beautiful the cage is. I want to go. Open the gates. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I was really glad to just see like the full circle. Yeah. And at the end, he was like, I'm so glad that you found something that really brings you joy that I have been trying to bring your ass home. Yeah, he's, he's just like, I, and you can't. But that's the thing. When you realize you I can't, you have to find it for yourself. And I love the piece. One, before I get to that, my favorite part, I love, what's, Gammy? Yeah. First of all, she's bad as fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. But I love how Gammy said the marriage shit. It was like non-negotiable. It's like when and how are we getting married versus yeah. are we getting married? And it was kind of like, Will was like, yeah, I always, you know, saw myself getting married. Never saw myself getting divorced. And what did Jada say? And she's, I mean, she pretty much was like, she's not with the ceremony. She wanted to just be them but two. she never saw herself as a wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She did say that. But, and then also it was interesting how his first marriage didn't work out because, you know, they going back and forth. He like, nigga, I'm Will Smith. We ain't getting no divorce, blah, blah. And she was like, man, just flat out, you going to. Make somebody stay with you that doesn't love you. Love you. <laughs> oh, here, sign where? But he didn't realize sign where? that was a blessing. Oh yeah, it's definitely a really blessing. Wanted Jada the mm -hmm. whole time because he went to meet. Like y'all need to watch the whole if shit. You didn't see it. And, and, and I'm sorry we went on tangents. What I I will say this: my favorite part 
my favorite part of that whole shit was when he said, I realized, and I don't know when he said he realized it, but he said, I realized that I would not rather be with you, but I choose to be with you because if I don't work it out with you and I don't figure out how to oh. make this work with you, I will spend the rest of my life searching, searching in for. vain yeah. for you. you. Uh, oh, yeah, one time for Will. Oh, oh, William A. Smith. Oh, my stars. And that nigga's name is Willard. Willard, <laughs> right? I love it. Dog. Everything about that shit was so eye-opening. I think that wraps us up for entertainment. Favorite yes. topic on this and a third, which is none other than relationships. relationships. So what is topping off our relationship segment this week? Okay, so hashtag Dear DC. Of course. Hello. I've been wanting to ask my wife for a divorce. Goddamn. For the last six months. Shit. Half a year. But with three years to go, is it a good idea for me to stay with her until our two kids are off to college? No, I'm like, nigga, is it an expiration date to marriage? Like, how does they got three years to go? <laughs> so they got twins? Like, how the fuck they all their kids going to college the same year? Maybe. Or maybe, or maybe one, one and then two and three. Okay, okay, okay. So one has wanted a divorce for six months. Doesn't say how long they've been married, mm -mm. but they have kids that are college age, so it's safe to assume they've been married for a minute, yeah. right? And uh, three years, and then would it be a better time to get the divorce in three years? What say you? <laughs> what say you? <laughs> um, okay, so I have two answers. Okay. My first answer would be if you and your wife are already coexisting and co-parenting, mm -hmm. right? And you all are no longer in a relationship within that marriage, mm -hmm. right? And so it's just, y'all kind of just friends and you raising your kids and you're going through you're the You're enduring, yeah. Then have a conversation. And if it's cheaper, right, <laughs> to stay and get through it and see your kids off. And, and so they, in their minds, in their childhood minds, will be like, oh, our parents got divorced. Yeah. It's more kind of like, Oh, we grown, we grew up with our parents and right. that kind of thing, then cool. But if you already out here in these streets doing you, right, right. I mean, three years from now is going to be worse for her, it almost seems like. And it's a little selfish. What you mean, like, wise? Because She's if... lose her shit? My daddy, like my daddy say, you'll never look as good as you look you yesterday. Today. <laughs> right. Oh, today, right, today. right. So, three years from now. Damn! Can be when does that start? I'm just saying. Just I'm assuming they already in their 40s. Got to be grown. Got to be close grown. Close to 50s, right? Got to be so grown. So, why waste three more of her years if you already doing you, right? Yeah, yeah. Already doing you. Get the separation going. Let's get this. By the time three years come, y'all could be divorced and living y'all complete, full best life. True indeed. True indeed. So, I just think. Depends on the, the, the mate and kind of where y'all are. Where y'all How far y'all have yeah. separate. Okay, yeah. I agree. And I, I respect that. I would say uh, ask the kids. If you want to act yeah. like it's about the kids, hmm. unless we're, you know, being, if we're being transparent. That's a good question. If it's about the kids for real, for real, ask them. I'm thinking of leaving your mom. <laughs> should I do it today or should I do it after your graduation? And, and the kids will either be like, yo, I think y'all should work it out, figure it out where I'd have been, or nigga, we were waiting for you to say something. Yeah, you should have been You yeah. see what I'm saying? Because 
Kids know. Kids know. Kids fucking kids know. know. Kids knew. Yeah. Kids are wondering what the fuck you guys are what still you doing, doing together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So let's not play the game. Six months in the grand scheme of, let's just say, 10 years minimum is not a long time. No. So y'all might be going through a, a spell or a, a rough patch, right? So to say you're going to feel how you feel today, three years from now, is not necessarily the case. Right. And I get it, bro. I get it. But at the end of the day, if it's really about the kids, ask the motherfuckers. Your kids are... Because here's the thing. Semi-grown, If dog. you <laughs> stay, right, and you do your dirt, then that son, that daughter, are they going to look at your ass differently yeah. when they grown? Yes, indeed. When yes, they indeed. grown. Big, big oh, picture here, was, bro. You was doing this Dipping on my mind. dodging, yeah. You was Oh, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And your daughter and your son are going to deal with that differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're going to look at you as a nigga. Because at the end of the day, your daughter is going to seek out the person that is just like you to, mm. to find and fix. So all your flaws and all those things, those are the same things that are going to be in, inherent in her boyfriend. She's going to be like, yeah, well, you remind me of my father, and if I could have just, you know, did this and held his hand and did this and got him this way, but I could do that for you, so come on, and you going she's going to suffer the wrath of that nigga. And then your son, who at the end of the day, whether he's showing signs of it or not, loves his mother more than he will ever Hell love yeah. you. <laughs> uh, he's going to maybe resent yep. the fact that you... Did any harm or ill will to the lady of his life? Instead of just leaving. Instead of just leaving her the fuck alone and letting him take care of her. Because he's more than willing to step up and do that. Assuming you have yeah. sons and daughters. Yeah. But at the end of the day, my advice would be ask your kids. And if it's really about them, go with what they say. Because if you, you know, pump faking and shit and your kid's like, yeah, leave. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa I didn't really want to leave. It's not about the kids. It's about you. something else and probably you. But if it's really about the kids and they want you to stay, stay. If they want you to leave, take your ass home. Mm. Nigga. Right. What else we got? Um, hashtag Dear DC. I can never seem to pick the right guy nah. when it comes to dating. So I've been going about things differently. Over the weekend, I gave an older man that I've seen out in the clubs before my number. Okay. We text a few times, but I'm having second thoughts about it now. He's single yet over 40 and regularly goes out to the clubs. Mm. Is he too old to be clubbing like that, or am I just looking for an excuse to move on from him? <laughs> Sounds like the nigga from the first example. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the same guy? No. Oh, shit. Maybe. Um, I don't think. Okay, so I think if he over 40 ain't got no kids and he doing it, he has every right. To oh, no kids. Yeah, that and ain't go no, and no. hang out as much as he likes, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to say it's too much. I'm just going to say, girl, maybe he is a good guy and you tend to run from good guys. Mm. I would say it depends on the club. What club? <laughs> the Price Club? <laughs> the uh, Strip Club? Or uh, Reverie? Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Is he hanging around young individuals yeah, at 40 and went to bam or is I he hanging guess. around his peers and you as a younger lady or comparatively younger yeah. than the people that frequent that establishment you're in there and you just keep having to run into him i don't really think you can really answer this question genuinely without knowing what type of club we're talking about but let's just say we're talking about a club that's a little bit younger than him yeah. and a little bit older than her yeah right um you're there too <laughs> Bitch, you're the pot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Stop calling the kettle black. Yeah. People go to the club 
to, to drink, to socialize, to mix, to mingle, and to yeah. hook up. And yes, if he's been there several times and he's single and we're at the bam, like maybe he's looking for you. Maybe that's the you're the one that's gonna get him out the club. Could be. But if you're in the club looking for niggas and you found a nigga and now you looking for a reason to get out the situation, first first of all, you don't have to do that in today's day and age. You can be blunt as fuck with a 40-year-old yeah. like, bruh, stop texting. He'll say why, you'll tell him why, and he'll be gone. Back to the club. <laughs> but I, I don't think you need to overthink this shit. Like, yeah, if y'all go to the baby. club looking, y'all ain't really looking for love in the club. Y'all yeah. looking to hook up. Yeah. So, you know, either hook up and see what's up or don't hook up and keep it moving and hook up with somebody else. Okay, last question. All right. Dear DC, my fiance doesn't want my five-year-old daughter to see her father anymore. Oh. Her father is not regularly in her life. He comes to see her once every month or two. Also, he may only give me money for her birthday or Christmas. My fiance wants to adopt her after we get married and be done with him altogether. Is that right to her father? Hmm. What you you know what threw me off was the fact that she was saying fiance. So I'm like, this bitch. But she talking about the fiance is a dude and this is a girl talking? Yeah. Oh, I read this wrong. Okay. So her fiance doesn't want her five-year-old daughter. Her bae mm -hmm. don't want the baby girl to see her real dad no more. Fiance because, doesn't want that. Because he's inconsistent. Because the father's inconsistent. Mm -hmm. What do you say? Since you have a baby girl. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I'm Calvin. I'm a father of two. <laughs> a queen and a king. And to any nigga that dare told me how often I should and shouldn't see my kids, nigga square up. Square the fuck up. What if I'm traveling for work six months out the year and I see them when I can? And I'm not saying that's the situation, but you don't know the situation. It don't even sound like you have kids because no nigga with kids that's raising his kids would think that anything uh, under, it can't be under, but anything more than zero days seeing your kids is better than zero. And I just feel like for you to be like, oh, he only sees them 12 times a year, six times a year, blah, blah, blah. He sees them, nigga. Who the fuck are you to, to want to adopt this man's child? You can raise her. You can, she can maybe, it sounds like my daughter, da, 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 da. You, she might call you dad. I don't agree with that shit, but that might happen because of proximity and consistency and all those things. But isn't it better for that child, if he's not coming and creating a ruckus when he's coming these six to 12 times, that's better than him not seeing his child and, and her not seeing her father at all, you bitch. I swear on everything, Z. I swear on everything. You don't, man, you a bitch. Fuck that shit, Z. <laughs> You're a bitch. You do not. A father that's sitting here trying to see his kid one time a year is better than a motherfucking nigga that's not trying to see his kids at all. A nigga that's paying just for birthdays is better than a nigga that's not paying at all. So what the fuck is you talking about, nigga? And especially if you're the man and you're doing all these other things anyway and she getting the things that this beautiful princess deserves, his shit is just icing on the cake, nigga. Build your motherfucking cake with your, with your uh, fiance. And let her have two dads, nigga. What the fuck is you talking about? Because at the end of the day, she's half him. So when his half show up, you're going to have to deal with that shit. And who you going to call? That nigga. What's up with your baby girl, man? She wilding the fuck out. She 12 and stole on me. Yeah, nigga, that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? 
Don't ever try to separate a, a parent from their child. And I ain't even going to say depending on gender, period. Because at the end of the day, if that man is trying to be there one day a year, one day a lifetime, get that man that one day. And if it's more than one, even better. You bitch. Ooh, okay. Took that a little personal. I'm um, just saying, well, dog. My response really is <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I think it's petty. I, I, I just think that's great that you have good intentions, right? But I think the mom needs to say, no, we're going to keep moving how we move, and you can adopt her if you like, And but don't stop the day. Don't from stop. Saying. Don't um, stop. Just provide consistency. Oh. That's all. You provide the consistency and allow her to see her dad when he come around, and that's it. And she'll have two amazing men in her life. Straight like that, because this is my thing. He comes every, you, 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 you saying he come once a month, and then you saying, oh, maybe once every other month. Okay, cool. Which one is it, right? And then if he comes once a week or every other week, nigga, that's still not going to be enough. You know what I'm saying? So who, who are y'all to determine what's enough? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's making an effort until he decides to step out that child's life, which you need to give him the space and opportunity to do. Y'all need to give him all the opportunity to be as involved as he would like to be. And that's what I was trying to say. I apologize for calling y'all bitches bitches, but nigga, you a bitch for that shit. And all lady, right. don't let him do that to your child. That's your child and his child. That's not his child until y'all adopt him. And that's still his child. All right. All right. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> I think that about wraps us up for this week's episode of This and the Third, man. Y'all let us know by commenting below, sharing, and always following us on all social media, This, That, and the Third, with the third spell I, 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 like the Roman numeral three, following Calvin and Reese on uh, YouTube, and just making sure that y'all comment, get engaged, get involved. Tell us, man, what are y'all opinions on the topics we've been talking about, and uh, what topics would you like to hear us talk about on future episodes? Once again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third. As always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most by my side, Ms. Reese PC, the one and only, and we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, Check us, us out. out.